Today on Cup of Tao, Episode 5, How Many Taoists Does It Take to Change a Light Bulb? Today I'm going to talk a little bit about change, and in the question of today, I'm going to talk a little bit about procrastination. Coming up on today's show, you're listening to Cup of Tao, with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many churches, and one spirit. Hello, welcome to today's show. How you doing today? I hope you're doing pretty good. Right now, I have a parable for you. It's called the Parable of the Out-of-Control Horse. A horse suddenly came galloping quickly down the road. It seemed as though the man had somewhere important to go. There was another man who was standing alongside the road, and he shouted, Where are you going? And the man on the horse replied, I don't know, ask the horse. In this parable, the horse represents our habits and the unhealthy autopilot that we often find ourselves in. So we need to take back the reins, so to speak. Laozi stated in the Tao Te Ching, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Can someone change his or her outlook? Yeah, most certainly they can. Can someone change his or her behaviors? Yes. But this is difficult. People have to overcome these patterns of violence, addictions, and all sorts of behaviors that we find really resistant to change. Can someone change his or her nature? Yes, but this is extremely difficult. Let me tell you an example from my work as a therapist. There was a man who desperately wanted to save his marriage. Every day he'd come home from work in a bad mood, and then he'd criticize his wife about various things. The dinner, her looks, her weight, etc. He knew this sort of behavior wasn't fair to her, and that the marriage was on the rocks because of it. It became so much of a part of his routine that he kind of viewed all his behavior as being a part of just who he was. That's just the way it is. I'm just a grumpy old guy. In the past, when he would try to change his behaviors... He'd be able to do it for a little while and be very gentle and kind, but after a while it would wear off and he'd go back to the old way. So over the course of about a month, I suggested that the man come home and bring his wife flowers, kiss her, offer her, offer to do something kind for her. And I remember him saying at one point, you know, these behaviors seem to really be working at improving my marriage. But it, he looked at me with a real puzzled look and said, but something feels strange. All this just feels really fake. He reiterated that he loved his wife, and he was sure that the feeling wasn't due to a lack of love, how he was treating her. He knew that he really genuinely loved his wife and wanted the marriage to improve. Yet, these new kind and gentle behaviors just all seemed really foreign. I had a pretty good idea what the problem was. Therefore, I suggested that the reason you're feeling this is it feels fake because it is. It's foreign behavior than what you're used to doing. You're used to coming home and calling your wife names, arguing, taking out your work stress on her. This is this new behavior is outside of your comfort zone. The man looked at me profound, like I had said something amazing, earth-shattering, as opposed to just, you know, pointing out the obvious. He recognized that it had become so much a part of who he was that to act that way, the way he was used to acting. 
and these new healthy behaviors were just strange and uncomfortable. It probably taken about two months before his new behaviors became a new part of who he was and the relationship started strengthening. During my experience as a psychotherapist, I had numerous occasions where I viewed what I would call miracles. I was able to witness things like a heroin addict being able to maintain sobriety for years, a suicidal person going on to uh, develop a positive outlook on life, and then maintain a successful career following a crisis. I witnessed a corporate executive become a Buddhist and start a company in Africa that uh, recycles and it helps the poor kids there. My favorite moments from my career as a psychotherapist were seeing all these dramatic changes in people's lives. People can change. Yeah, it's hard to do. If you have a loved one that you've given up on, recognize that there's always hope. Yet always recognize that sometimes things don't go like they're supposed to. They don't always have this happy ending you see in movies. There are people who die of their addictions. There are people that commit suicide. There are people that end up in accidents. There are people that are seem to be good people, but they harm other people. If you have a loved one or a family member who's going down a dark path, offer help, listen to them, offer hope, and or pray. Mentally prepare for the worst case scenario, though. In the event that things don't go as planned, they go south. Try to recognize which behaviors that you do are the ones that don't work. These are usually things like excessive lecturing, yelling, empty threats, repeated attempts to rescue the person from the natural consequences of his or her behaviors, things like that. Basically, things that you've tried and tried and tried without any success. Sometimes all you can do is all you can do. It's easy for a person to feel that he or she has more power over someone else than he or she really does. Sometimes acceptance of the other person's way is the only option. No amount of blaming yourself will change that. And if you're the person trying to change, practice foreign new healthy behaviors until they become second nature. As I've talked about before, this is woo-wee, where action becomes behaviors that have little to no conscious thought. Remember that change requires often stepping outside your comfort zone. For the person with panic attacks and or social phobia, this may mean going to that family reunion, that high school dance, or the company barbecue, despite the anxiety. And yes, I know what that is like and how hard it is to do that. It's much easier to stay at home where it's comfortable, yet our past patterns of behavior reinforce these past unwanted behaviors to keep occurring. The more you avoid things and the more you try to rescue yourself, the more you delay helping yourself. Again, keep in mind, these new behaviors will seem scary, strange, and may not seem beneficial to you at first. However, if you want to reap the rewards of change, you have to step outside this comfort zone and do these things that seem scary until these new behaviors are part of your ordinary routine. And if you keep doing these new types of behaviors, they become a part of you. Also, when you're looking to change, focus on what you want to happen. In the driver's license books, it says, look where you want to 
go when you're sliding towards like if you're sliding on ice don't look at the tree that you're about to slide into because you'll keep going there instead look where you want to go and the same is true in other aspects of life you want to look towards where you want to go versus looking for what you want to get away from in a few episodes from now i'll talk more about moving towards something instead of moving away from something else time for our question of today and today's question comes from julie in surprise arizona julie writes i keep procrastinating on things such as chores exercise goals and other things that i need to accomplish what can i do to motivate myself good question julie let me say this commitment often comes before change as i mentioned before If you wait until you feel like doing healthy action, you may be in for a long wait. Commit yourself to new healthy behaviors and then start doing them now. You may even do some sort of uh, symbol to represent your commitment to this new way of living. Just as a wedding ring symbolizes someone's commitment to a marriage, you can use something too, like a necklace, a trinket, a coin, a rock, gem, ring, whatever as your outward uh, symbol of commitment. And then have other people support you, help hold you accountable to your new way of living. Tell them, don't nag at me, but do things to help motivate me and hold me accountable. Taoism is often portrayed as having no goals, as reflected in the words of Laotzu, as this master being spontaneous with no set plans. But I interpret that to mean not sticking to our rigid agenda what I described previously as our ACE agenda, avoidance of pain, control or tight control, trying to control things that are out of our control, and escape, chasing happiness through acquiring desires, possessions, even intoxicants. I would bet that when Laotzu traveled, he had a destination in mind, just like the Taoist gurus of today have goals, they have websites, they have things that they want to accomplish. So, when we're on that horse that's out of control, Taoism, even though it values spontaneity, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to control the things that you can and learn to recognize and let go of the things that you have no control over. Your motto for this week is, change is up to me, but it's not going to be easy. In your assignment this week, find a new behavior and make a commitment. Then pick a start date and then do it. Don't wait until you feel ready. Just start doing it. Now, a disclaimer, if this is exercise or something of that nature, make sure you have physician approval. Don't forget to subscribe to my show in your podcast player app or to the RSS feed. You can find my email address, contact information, a disclaimer, and more information in the show notes. So please check those out. Be sure and purchase my book, Accepting Life on Life's Terms, Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times. Look for the book wherever you buy books. Available in written and digital format. That's it for today's Cup of Tao. See you next week for another exciting episode. Thank you for listening. May peace and love be with you. Have a great day, evening, weekday, or weekend. See ya.
Thanks for listening. Have a good day. So how many Taoists does it take to change a light bulb? Well, the light bulb has to commit to change and has to be able to ask for help. <laughs> See you later.